What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, man, y'all done did it again. Tuned in to another episode of All Truth, No Chaser. I am your host, Larry S. White II. And man, am I excited to have y'all with me today. On this episode, man, we're going to be talking about when you were ready to take on every obstacle. You were ready to take on everything that was going to be thrown at you. And you end up becoming something that was never part of your personal plan. Put y'all seatbelts on. Y'all know what to do. Let's get into it. Hey, Mike, how you doing, brother? Doing good, brother. Yeah, man. How's things been going? Hey, they've been going. It's been a struggle, <laughs> but, you know, God is good. That's all I can say. Yes, sir. Man, we've known each other uh Man, like about, two, it, 20, about 11 years, something like that, yeah. 2020, you yeah. were doing, um, you were doing like a music video or something like that. Yeah. And you, I ain't never seen a video, by the way. I just, yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to send it to you. I thought I sent <laughs> it out. It's okay. I don't want it. I mean, <laughs> I don't, don't want to see what my, what I look like uh, 13 then. years ago. <laughs> I, I'll pass. I'll pass. <laughs> Oh man! So we were we were talking the other day, and um, about you and your son and stuff like that. And you had mentioned that uh, after your son was gone, your wife, girlfriend, uh, fiance, fiance yeah. left. Yes, after he was born, uh, two months old, then you know she. Basically, uh, called me up and said, look, this situation, I was working in uh, North Texas at the time around Amarillo area and everything, and uh, my sister passed away. Mm. So uh, she was pregnant when my sister passed away, like, you know, like her last month or something mm. in the pregnancy. So uh, we, I flew her back home. I drove back home. And she had to stay after I buried my sister because she was so far in the pregnancy. Doctor right. said, no more traveling. Right. Uh, so she ended up having a baby, like, uh, back in Orange, 12 hours away from where I was. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I went back a couple of weeks after my son was born, spent some time, had to come back to work. Mm-hmm. And by the time I told her, well, you know, when I come back, we all going back together. Yeah. Well, before you guys got pregnant, how did y'all meet? Through friends. Yeah. At home. How long um, did y'all know each other? We knew each other for about, uh, well, it was a couple of months before, you know, we started dating. And everything. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, so you, the, all of it was, um, kind of, kind of new, like the relationships kind of new. And then we have a pregnancy, which is also. New. Well, yeah, the pregnancy <laughs> came later. Uh, yeah. I think we we had been together for over a year. Oh, okay. And then we I, we got engaged actually because uh, I traveled with my job, mm. and uh, they sent me to California, and I brought her, and she had two kids already. Mm. Whenever I met her, uh, so so I you brought, was a you was a bonus dad before yes, instant bonus dad, yeah. yeah. 
I got you. Yeah, so uh, I brought them up to California with me while I was there. But before the kids came, I brought her there so she could check it out and everything, see if she liked it. What was the relationship like with you and the bonus kids? Oh, it was good, man. I I used to say I love them a little bit more than I love her, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I loved her. But, you know, kids, man, They, if you love kids like I do, you know, you just get attached to them. For sure. For sure. I understand. Yeah. So, uh. I proposed to her in California, and uh, was then, she happy? Oh yeah, she was over the over the moon, you know. So uh, the whole the whole time you're traveling, you're you're working. Uh, were you providing for her, or was she working also? No, uh, she wasn't working at the time. Uh, so that's how, why she was so free to travel with me. Yeah, so you taking care of her, taking care of the kids. Yes, joyfully, joyfully. Enjoying it, enjoying yeah. every minute of it. Yeah, and the then instant you, family, you know. Yeah, and you was cool with that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you did um have you always wanted kids? Was that why it was kind of like, man, I want kids anyway. So <laughs> this is what's up. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I love kids from day one. You know, I, yeah. I always knew that I was going to be a father. I was going to be a husband. You know, yeah. we were gonna. I was gonna. I'm a family man. You mm. know. So, uh, so it wasn't hard, you know, it wasn't a tough decision to, if I'm going to be with her, the kids going to come too, you know? Right. Wasn't no tough decision. On no, that. This is, for you, this is like, this is not a non-negotiable. We're not discussing this. It's oh, yeah. you, me, and these babies. That's it. That's and it. You guys go to California, you ask her to marry you. And so when you ask her to marry you, you guys go together for a year. A little over a year, probably a year. Close she to wasn't year, pregnant man. at the time when you no. asked her. Okay, she got pregnant. I, I proposed to her in September. She got pregnant in November. Okay, yeah. Okay, and what was all that like? Was it was it good? Were you happy? Was she happy? Well, you can't say if yeah, she I was can. happy, but you know, perception wise, yeah, were, perception. Were you happy? I was happy. I because I wanted I wanted to be a dad. You know. Yeah. Uh, I was already a dad, but, you know, it, I wanted to have my own child, my own yeah. children. Yeah. And uh, we had talked about it, uh, but it wasn't a planned pregnancy. It just happened. But since we were already engaged, I was like, okay, well, you know, that's at that time I looked at it as well. That's just God blessing this, this relationship, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, Fast forward, she, uh, after she had the baby, a couple of months uh, into it, I'm coming. I, I went back home, and I was ready to take all of them back with me. And she said, hold up. I want take to them all back from uh, California? From uh, Amarillo. Uh, take them back to Amarillo. Right. Okay. Yeah, from Orange. Right. And uh, So that's why y'all met in Orange? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she was uh like hold up, you know uh, you take Mike, which is my son, take Mike back uh with you, and we'll come in a couple of weeks. I want to spend some more time with my family. I understood that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so she has your son. Yes, your son's here now. Yes, couple months. 
And you're like, yo, we got to go. We got to leave for work. Right. And I need y'all to come on. We can right. go. Because yeah. you are parenting the bonus kids. You being, uh, you know, loving to your son's mother, yes. your fiance. And it's time to go. And she tells you to take the baby. Yes. She was like, uh, I just want to spend a couple more weeks with my family. Cause, and, you know, like I said, I understood because she had been away from her family a lot traveling with me. So I, I understood at that time. I was like, okay, spend a couple of weeks with your family. And since I was driving, I said, well, I'm going to go and take Mike to see uh, my mom, his grandmother, because she hadn't seen him yet either because she was living in Waco. So you are going to go from Orange? Yes. To Waco. Yes. With a newborn. Yes. With the mom without the newborn. Right. What are you... I know you said you was okay with it. Because, granted, of course you okay with it today because Mike is in high school today. Yeah, he's 17. So, if, if, if you're able, mm-hmm. when she says to you, Take the newborn. I'm going to stay home. What are you thinking? Like in your head, like, are you like, okay, cool? Or was uh, you questioning it, it? Yeah, it's some questioning. And like I said, after we discussed it, uh, I understood that she wanted to spend a little more time with her family, with her mom. And I mean, I get sister. that. Yeah. That makes, I think that's normal. Right. But my, my thing was, and I told her this, I said, Spend time, but y'all coming home. You and the kids coming home. Right. After you spend a couple of more weeks. Yeah. But got back to, I spent the weekend in Waco with my mom and everything with uh, my son. And then we went back to Amarillo. Mm-hmm. Me and a newborn. <laughs> Just me and a newborn. Like, how did you feel about, how did you feel about you traveling with this newborn without the mom. Like the mom saying, I'm going to stay home, but you and the newborn can go? I didn't, I, I like I said, at that time, I was just, I guess, excited. Like, like cool. Yeah, I was just excited about being a family again, you know, mm-hmm. and having my, my son and being able and I, to. I guess, I guess it's easy, right, to sit on this side of a microphone <laughs> and be like, the mom is letting his newborn just, just. Yeah, it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. Yeah, but on your side of the microphone, you're like, "Yo, I'm, I got, I got my man's. Me and my man finna right. go on a road trip." That's so, it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I do understand that. You yeah. know, because it's like, okay, cool. You know, what was that trip like with the newborn oh. and having to like? Did you have to pull over? Yes. So from Orange to Waco man. was what six hours? Uh, five hours. And so, and then from Waco to Amarillo, it's seven hours. And it's just you and this baby, just me and him in a car, in a car, well, in a truck, but bro, yeah, on the road, yeah. What was that like? Oh, that uh, five hour trip was more of an eight hour trip, <laughs> and the seven hour trip was more of a 12 hour trip. So, you having to pull over, feed, change diaper, 
get him to relax. Yes, because he hated that car, car seat. seat. He yeah. hated that car seat. So if he wasn't asleep, he was screaming. The whole time. <laughs> the I whole time. It. I believe it. And that sounds torturous. Yeah, but like you said, at the time, I'm just, hey, this, this my, is what this it is. Me and my man, you know, we're we, we going we to deal with this. We're going to iron this out. We're going <laughs> to iron this out. Yeah. How would, um, were your family happy to meet him? Was oh, it yeah. their first time meeting him when you guys yeah, got that to was, Waco? That was their first time. And yeah. sh- they, they tried to spoil him the two days we was there. They yeah. wouldn't put him down. I kept telling them, quit holding him so much because I ain't finna be holding him. <laughs> <laughs> Did they want to, they, they, uh, they couldn't drive with you out to Amarillo and for the rest of that trip? Just... They probably could have, but I didn't ask. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I wasn't thinking about it at that time. That time, I was just thinking about getting home, getting things prepared for when Everybody my else. future wife and my kids yeah. come home so they can, you know, just come home and relax and, you know, we just start our lives. Yeah. So what happens when you get to Amarillo? When I get to Amarillo, uh, I start making the plan i had already made plans for you know somebody to uh watch him mm-hmm. uh and everything so you have I, family there no who don't know watch? anybody so who gonna watch the baby while you working <laughs> some friends that i met when i was there <laughs> <laughs> and it's the it's the funny thing uh i lived in a, a town called pampa texas had a nice house there and everything uh and in that area, it's very few black people. I was the only black person bro, that worked no in my office. Ain't no black people in Orange or Amarillo, bro. <laughs> oh, there's black people in Orange, but <laughs> on that side yeah, of the track, on that side, but yeah, and but barely, you know, it's just a sprinkle of black people in that area up in Amarillo where I was. Uh, but I. Like I said, I was the only black person that worked in my office. Mm. And so the white people that I knew, they were really cool. Yeah. Uh, and we became real good friends. They was friends with uh, Jeanette, my son's mom. Uh, so they knew her? Yeah, they knew her. They so, I mean, it's, they so was coming like, over and helping like her. Hey, all these people just straight up strangers you find right. on a Craigslist. No, yeah. no. <laughs> No, they was coming over to the house, and, you know, we was having dinners. and Oh, yeah, so this is before. Like, right, before, before my sister passed away. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, so she was in Amarillo already. Mm-hmm. And you had, you while you guys were there as a family, before your son was born, you know, you had already befriended people. Yeah, she, I got you. she actually came to Amarillo when uh, she was probably maybe a couple months pregnant with yeah. Mike. So that whole time, you know, about six months, she was there, and all our friends they was excited, and yeah, you know, yeah. they was already saying, "Yeah, when he, when, when he get in this world, y'all already got a whole bunch of babysitters yeah. lined yeah, up." Yeah, so, yeah, so that's love. Yeah, yeah. So, but I called her when I got back, when we got in, and I let her know we was in, and that's when she broke the news that she wasn't coming. What was that like? I was angry at first, you know, because uh, the way she said it, she said, you know, because uh, she got, she had her first two when she was young. Mm-hmm. 
So she said she needed some time to live her life. So how old how old were the bonus kids? Uh at that time, uh Malachi was four mm. and Malaysia was almost what well, she was about two and a half, close to three. Oh, so they were tiny babies. Then. Yeah, yeah. And not So what life she trying to, to live? That's that's the anger part. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I'm like, for me, when you start having kids, your life is not your own anymore. Yeah, you on pause. Yeah. For 17 years, going on 18 years, my life has been on pause because yeah. of now my that, son. Now, that doesn't mean you're not progressing in right. life. But, yeah. but yeah. You, your kids come first. Yeah. You know, your family comes first whenever you start having kids. And that was my perspective from that. Mm -hmm. So that's where the anger came from. Right. Uh, because I'm like, you know, first of all, you can't just jump up and say, hey, I'm putting I'm putting y'all to the side mm -hmm. and I want to go do my own thing. That's not how it works. So who, who was she just planning to go do her own thing and then leave the other two babies with her family? Is that kind of that's kind of how it went? How old was she? Oh, uh, not that age matters because yeah. I was I was 20. I was old. I'm older than mm -hmm. she was. But uh, when Mike was born, I was 28 mm -hmm. and I think she was 20, 21 around. So me. she still didn't have she started having kids young. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that's so where she was like, you know, I never got a chance to live my life. Mm -hmm. And I told her, you know, after I calmed down a little bit. Because I was like, you know, we we supposed to be building a life together, mm -hmm. not separate. Mm -hmm. You know, that was the whole thing of getting engaged and planning, planning a wedding and everything like that. So, you know, after I calmed down a little bit. And, and I, she had the fortunate benefit of having somebody who also will accept her and her baby. Yeah. Well, now. I'm just curious, and I'm not trying to make any uh, insinuation. Oh, yeah. So the first two kids, same dad? Yeah. Okay, that's good. I was just but he curious. wasn't in their life, though. Wasn't in their life. And yeah. you come and you yeah. accept these kids. You essentially was game for adopting these kids. I've already, I already adopted them. Because <laughs> uh, whenever I met her, mm. her son, he, he wasn't even two yet. Right. I threw his two year birthday party. Oh and wow. We we only knew each other for like a couple of months. Right. Whenever he turned two and her daughter was uh six months old. Wow. So, so you met her. Okay, hold on, bro. Mm -hmm. So how y'all how <laughs> how you end up dating a lady with with essentially a, a newborn and a toddler? Like um, how did how did that happen? We just met and met like where? I said at the gas station. Oh where no, you met at, her at? at a friend's house, at, at a mutual friend's house. She it's, was there with the kids and with the kids, yeah. everything. And of course, you know, like I said, since I love kids so much, I bonded with the kids. Instantly. So you see some babies and you playing with the babies. Yeah, and I mean, I do that too. I, I, you know, I see babies, I'll snatch them up. Exactly. But in that, in that, in that time, and you hanging out with the babies, um. Especially with they being so young, mm -hmm. like you, most of the time assume 
that the mom is spoken for. Right. Did you think she was spoken for? Yes, I did. So, yeah. So how do you go from playing with the babies at a mutual gathering, in a 4th of July, for example, yeah. or whatever, hanging out with the kids to, oh, she's single. Well, her. Or she's single, like, for real, for real. Not single. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. This baby, you just had this baby. Right. Daddy got to be right here somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. You know, yeah. especially since you gave this man two kids. Exactly. So, yeah. And that was my whole thing. I'm, I'm just... That's why I said I think I fell in love with the kids before I actually fell in love with her. Oh, I yeah. got you. I got you. But, um, yeah, it. I think we would see each other every couple of weeks or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, her, our mutual friend came to me and she was like, uh, what do you think about Jeanette? So I so like you. Yeah. And I was like, you know, she seemed cool. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, well, she like you, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. what you think, and you, you like her. And I'm like, huh? where, her, where the husband at? Yeah. You know, and she was like, she's not married. I'm like, she got a brand, like brand, you said, new baby. brand new baby. Where the daddy at? Yeah. You know, he ain't in the picture or nothing, and he wasn't. Right. So. Did you ever meet him? I did. It wasn't good, but I did. What? When you say it wasn't good, what does that mean? Well, the way that I met him was because after we had started dating for a little while and everything, mm. uh, he stopped paying her child support, which he okay. wasn't paying her much child oh, support. Oh, when anyway. she got with you, yeah, he stopped paying child support. Yeah, which it wasn't much anyway. Yeah. But uh, she went to a, she went over uh, to his house for something. I can't remember what it was exactly, mm-hmm. but he put his hands on her. Wow. So when I found out, yeah, I went and put my hands on him. You went over to have a conversation. No, I went to <laughs> put my hands on I, him. I, in the name of the Lord, <laughs> I laid some hands on him. I am here to smite you. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that, I mean, because that's something that's personal to me. Man don't have the right to put his hands on the woman. Yeah, you know, and it it was basically oh because. She was with me, and he was mad. So, um, after all of that happens, what what is her response to you? You know, getting into an altercation with her kids, dad. Because she not she, she don't got you. She hasn't blessed you with no kids yet, right? Right. No. No. Yeah. So not even engaged at this. Right. Point. So what was that? What was that like? Was she? Uh, she mad didn't at even. You or? No, she didn't want to. She didn't even want to tell me. Her our mutual friend told me. Oh, wow. And I didn't even tell her I was going over there. I knew where he lived. Mm. So I just went over there. And it was at the time to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. But when he started being an aggressor, I I just took all that anger out. I understand. So I'm not proud of it, but you know. Did she she found out about it though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was her response to that? She was. Kind of mad at first, but then she was thankful because yeah. she knew I had her back, right? You know, and right. I wasn't, I wasn't gonna let nobody, you know, do anything to disrespect her, especially not abuse her. Because yeah, if I'm not gonna put my hands on you, ain't no other dude gonna put his hands mm-hmm. on you. Did she have a relationship with her dad? Not good. It wasn't good. Relationship with her mom? Yeah. Was it? Was that? Well, clearly that was okay because. 
she wanted to stay home. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it was a, you know, just one of those situations. And that's why, that's another reason why I was trying to get her out of that town because it was nothing good there. Yeah. You know, so you, you guys in Amarillo, you got some, some help with your little mans yeah. and she tells you she don't want to come. And how long did it take for you to unpack that? I think after uh, seven, eight years, I was still trying to unpack it. I imagine. Man. <laughs> yeah, because even after that, she really didn't, uh, she really wasn't involved in Mike's life. You know, uh, she, I told her when she said, you know, she wants to live her life. I said, well, live your life, but I'm keeping my son. Yeah. Cause I, and, and I did, I wanted my bonus kids too, but wow. I didn't have any rights to that. To that. Yeah. yeah. Are so, you still in a relationship with them today? Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you really? Yes. Oh man. That, that's my heart, man. Really? What yeah, is that like? I love those kids, man. And well, they're not kids anymore. My my daughter, I call them both my son and daughter because that's mm -hmm. what they are. Mm -hmm. uh, but my daughter, she's eighteen, and uh, my son, he just turned twenty. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, was there we, ever any kind of um, attempts at reconciliation, trying again? Yeah, we had a couple, but. Uh, at that time, she was into a different life. Mm. Uh, and this is, you know, I, I just want to throw this disclaimer out there. Uh, I don't blame her for what she did on, uh, you know, looking back mm -hmm. because she, she had some mental issues. Yeah. So, and I didn't know this at until, yeah. yeah until like i think mike may have been four or five years old and that's when i found out that she uh suffered from adhd and uh some other you know mental health issues yeah yeah so her way of uh i guess masking those issues turned into uh her getting addicted to drugs yeah so for the most part, uh, while Mike was young, she didn't come around a lot. Uh, yeah. I tried to, whenever I moved back uh, into Texas, I tried to make a way for them to see each other. Mm -hmm. But sometimes she would not, uh, I'd call her and say, hey, we're going to come into town, spend a weekend or whatever. And she'd say, okay, I'm going to be available. And yeah. we get there, I call her. She don't answer the phone. Yeah. And I keep calling, keep calling. She don't answer. So by the time we get ready to leave and come back to Houston, she calls. I'm on the road already. I'm, you know, wow. we going home. And she yeah. calls and she's like, hey, where y'all at? We almost in Houston. Mm -hmm. And she get mad and start cursing. And, you know, like I'm mm -hmm. trying to keep him away from her. And I'm like, we was in Orange for two days. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And nothing, you know, but like I said, uh, so how, how was you balancing the journey of being a 
uh, 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 only dad. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? As a, a single father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how was how was you balancing that? Uh, like was the 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 journey of having to do all of it as a man. I just accepted it. I mean, I couldn't do nothing else because I said, even, you know, when we, when she was pregnant and everything, we mm-hmm. talked and I told her, I said, you know, just messing around with her. So you ever leave me, you better believe wherever you go, I'm going to be there because <laughs> I'm not going to be a weekend dad. I'm not going to be, you I'm know, this. this sometimey dad. I'm going to see my kids every single day. Yeah, and yeah. if you got a problem with that, we might as well cut it now. And <laughs> then she was like, "Here, take your kids, please." <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So, with the um the family you met in in Orange, are uh, Amarillo. Yeah, yeah. So they ended up becoming like a surrogate family, essentially. So that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, now my mom, she was in the picture uh, after she found out. Uh, Cause I was, even though I was uh, stationed, so to say, mm-hmm. in uh, in Pampa and in the Amarillo area, I was a, a ECS uh, operations manager, which is environmental control uh, uh, systems uh, mm-hmm. manager. So mm-hmm. I had the entire central uh, division. So I was traveling, right. And I didn't want, even though my friends that I met, the surrogate family, they was like, you got to go. He can stay with us. You know, we're going to take care of him, you know, which they did. Yeah. But did you ever do that? Yeah. Yeah. I done it a couple of times before my mom came. Yeah. Uh, Cause my mom had just uh, lost her husband. So mm-hmm. uh, she was free to do. She was know. just calm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like that in the military too because you got single parents that are in service and if they have to go on a deployment or yeah. like a good friend of mine, uh, she she's like a sister. I remember sometimes she would just leave my niece at home. <laughs> I'm like, you got her by herself. She's like, she's fine. She she knows what to do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it's it's the same type of thing. You end up creating right. this family that allows you the opportunity to still be able to do what you have to do and they happily want to be a part of your life stuff like that yeah yeah and they were a major help uh and my mom was too uh yeah. because i was it wasn't like i was gone like in the military when you get deployed you gone for months at mm-hmm. a time i was gone maybe a week at most and then i'm back but then uh Two weeks later, I got to go somewhere else mm-hmm. and, you know, things like And the like people that. you're around, they, they know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. They know they, the life. They work with me. Yeah. They, so, know, they know the life. So they're yeah. like, yeah, this is normal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think it's the same with, with people who are not part of that. Like, if they're not in the military or not doing the type of job that you have, if you just have a regular job uh, or, like, people. I think the same with, like, traveling nurses. Yeah. If you don't understand that dynamic. You'd be like, why are you going all the time? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what you mean? Why and even, I'm going all the time? And even with you knowing and you understanding, 
as a as a father, I still felt absent. Yeah, because I was gone a lot, and it it killed me. You know, to be away from my son even for a couple of nights or something, let alone a week. Yeah, you know. Uh, and as he got older, you know, I tried to limit my traveling, but my job just kept. I, I had to. I had to do it. You know, yeah. uh, bills got to be paid. Yeah, and everybody, everybody say, "Well, you had to work. You got to work." But, and that's true. But in my in my mind and in my heart, I felt like I was doing a disservice to my kids mm-hmm. uh, because. I, like I say, I didn't want to be an absentee father, which I, yeah. I wasn't, but I wasn't there all the time, which is what I wanted to do. Forgive me if I got this wrong, um, but did you mention that she passed? Yes, she died uh, October 22nd last year. Well, how was that? Because um, before she passed, was your son able to curate? some type of relationship hey they had a better relationship but he still didn't see her a lot yeah uh maybe once or twice a year uh but they would communicate on the phone from time to time right and you know the 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 hard part about that is that at the toward the end you know some people say they people know when their time is coming Mm-hmm. Uh, she was really trying to be more involved in his life. Yeah, and just like that, all of a sudden, it's over. You know, and that that hit me hard. Uh, cause I loved her. Uh, I still love her. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the love never goes away. If you truly love somebody, no matter what's going on, you yeah. still got that love for them. Yeah, but um. I mean, she she gave you a kid, so yeah, yeah, you know, gotta love her, you know. <laughs> you know, even from just that part right there, you know. Exactly. You, we we have a kid together. That don't mean we want to we gonna be together, right? But I have that love for you because you're my child. Mother. Yeah, and it, it it went deeper than that with us though, because mm-hmm. you know, for me, I can't lay with somebody if I don't love them. I think also because you said you never, the relationship you had with the babies. Yeah. That was never severed. No, that was never severed. So no. I, I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the fact that she did not uh, interfere with that part of it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get to see them a lot, but I got to talk to them. Um, you know, I'd always, every Christmas, Mm-hmm. They getting presents, they birthdays, they getting presents, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and her daughter actually through that whole time, uh, our daughter, mm-hmm. she kept begging her mom to let her come stay with me. Wow. Because her, her mom was going through a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and uh, that environment was not conducive for Kids. children at mm-hmm. all uh and her daughter didn't want to be in in that environment yeah how did how did mike handle the the passing of his mom it was hard yeah, yeah. uh 
I think what made it even harder was uh, the fact of how she passed. Yeah. Because she was on life support for like three days. Wow. And when I first got word, her sister called me and uh, she told me that uh, she had OD and mm-hmm. she was in the hospital on life support and they didn't think she was going to make it. Mm. Uh, so then I had to, uh, I had to tell my son, she was like, no, don't tell Mike. Uh, but that's his mom. What, ha- what did Mike have going on in his life? You know, before you told him he had actually just gotten out of the hospital, uh, because he is his mom's child. So he had those same mental issues mm-hmm. that she had. And uh, I had to put him in a behavioral management hospital Mm. because he had gotten in trouble uh, with his temper and everything. And uh, so he had just gotten out maybe a day before. Wow. And just to get that news. Yeah. Just to get that news. How did that go? (laughs) Not good. Uh, You know. A lot of crying, uh, a lot of questions, a lot of anger, you know, just the, the point of not knowing, uh, not knowing what's going on, you know, cause he, he was 16 and, uh, you know, he experienced death before, but this is mom, you know. I don't care. Losing a parent is a different game. Yeah, and for for a young man, I don't care if mom isn't present mm-hmm. in your life. That's still mom. Still mom. That's still your heart, you yeah. know. Yeah. So uh Yeah, he 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 was he wanted to go that night mm. and go see her, but I convinced him, you know, let's start fresh in the morning and get over there. And uh Cause she was in the hospital in Beaumont. Right. So, uh, yeah, then that morning we got up, we went over there and, you know, for him to, he, uh, he walked into the room, uh, where she was laying and just that, that look, you know, mm-hmm. uh, cause her eyes were, you know, glazed over and rolled in the back a little bit and, mm-hmm. but she was still breathing you know and everything but you know she was she was mental uh her brain was dead yeah uh and for him to see that he just immediately uh he just broke down yeah he broke down and then uh other kids uh my other kids came and, you know, they tried to support each other. But how can you support one another in that kind of position, you know? Losing a parent. And the what made it worse was that they had to make the decision to take her off life support. Mm. And. That's tough. Yeah. 16, se- uh, 16 17 at the time. And 19 yeah. have to make 
this decision to give up on their mother. Mm. So he was, Mike was like, no, we're not, uh, not doing that. We're not taking off life support. Mm-hmm. And her daughter, uh, Malaysia, our daughter, she, she was more like, but that's not mama. Mama gone. Mm-hmm. She accepted, you know, as much as you can accept it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Malachi, he was kind of like in between, you know, he knew what was going on, but he wasn't ready to accept it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had to kind of talk them through it without telling them what mm-hmm. to do. Uh, so once they finally, you know, came to the mutual decision that, okay, let's take her off life support. Then that was kind of it for Mike. He didn't want to come back to the hospital. I, I, uh, I went back, uh, for four days. She was, you know, still living, mm-hmm. still breathing on her own. And I go back every day, just sit with her and, you know, but Mike didn't want to. So I think on the fourth day when I went back, uh, that morning, I, uh, I got there and they stopped me at the door and I said she was gone. Yeah. Uh, she had just passed like maybe an hour before I got there. Yeah. And I'm glad that he wasn't there. Because the way that they had her, they had her like sitting up in the bed and like she here. Yeah. And her eyes were still open and everything. And it was, it was horrifying, you know, and I told them when I left, I said, yeah. And that's when I walked out after I spent a little time, you know, praying and everything with her, uh, I went and I told them, I said, hey, before the family, because I was the first one to get there. Mm-hmm. I said, before the family comes, you guys need to lay her down and close her eyes and make her presentable. Because if her kids come and see this, it's going to mess them up for life. That's, that's terrible that you even have to instruct that kind of humanity to be present. Yeah, it was it was horrible. Uh so but yeah, we went uh we went through the funeral, you know, uh well she she got cremated, but uh I went and got some little charms, uh cre- I, I think they call them cremation jewelry. Yeah. Like they had that type of stuff uh for my dad. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like the cross I'm wearing now that's Got her ashes in it. And okay. Yeah. I got I got crosses uh for uh our sons mm-hmm. and I got a heart uh for your daughter. Heart for for my daughter and for her mother. Yeah. Uh and her and for her sister so they can have the ashes in, mm-hmm. in them too. Uh so we went to the memorial service and uh you know, Mike he didn't want to uh, he didn't want to be in there. Yeah. But I made him, I, I didn't, you know, 
physically force him, but I just, just told you, him. You, you impress the importance of you being yeah. present right now. Of being, you know, closure. Yeah. You know, and that's what I say. This is the last time that you'll really be able to say goodbye to your mom. Yeah. Uh, so uh, thank God uh, my dad was there with us. Mm. for support and my pastor uh pastor lee skinner mm -hmm. you know yeah mm -hmm. uh he came that's beautiful yes and and he was there and uh we together we were able to you know comfort the kids mm -hmm. uh and my pastor he has a great relationship with mike so uh he was able to he sat with mike and you know kind of uh Gave him pats on the back mm -hmm. and everything, you know, make sure that. Comfort him. Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes you got to have an outsider to comfort in a way that you can't and to not take that personal. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's the whole thing that this whole experience of uh, being a single father, uh, you got to have a community, man. It, you can't do it alone. You can't yeah. do it alone. Because I think if from that regard, when you're doing it by yourself, that's when having to carry all that can be overwhelming. Yes, definitely. It can be overwhelming. But when you got people to help carry that weight, gives you the opportunity to exhale yes. when you need it. You yes. Know? I'm and like, how is Mike doing today? He's better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's been, you know, I think maturity is kicking in mm -hmm. a little bit. You still need to mature more. but yeah, He's teenagers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he's doing a lot better. Um, you know, he's still, of course, his mom's birthday just passed. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the anniversary of her death passed. Mm -hmm. And then her birthday right after that, because uh, her birthday is November 19th. Mm -hmm. So, like, almost exactly a month, you know, when mm -hmm. she passed, then her birthday is right there. Mm -hmm. So, um, we went back home and uh let off some balloons and everything and yeah he got to yeah he got to spend time with his brother and sister and you know uh so he handled that pretty well good but you know of course he still misses his mom uh forever forever and that's that's what i keep telling him i said it's okay to miss her yeah i miss her you know and you know even though we weren't together for uh, nearly 15 years. <laughs> uh, still, you, you know, still got a spot for it. Oh yeah, always, yeah. and that's never gonna, you know, that's never gonna go away. Yeah. So. Wow, man. Um, you know, I'm gonna always keep saying this: we are not in charge when we submit our lives to Christ. And the truth of the matter is, whether you submit your life to Christ or not, you're still not in charge of your life because life is going to life. And we have to believe that no matter what, it's going to work out. And that can be difficult. It can be challenging and frustrating. And to be quite frank, a lot of times it just don't make no sense. But if you just believe that everything has a purpose, chances are you won't be lost. Y'all be easy. Peace.